0: Welcome to episode number 80 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. Uh, I'm Matt and I'm joined this week by Mr. Dupe. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, Mr. Dave Azapardi, welcome. Thank you for uh, standing in last week. My pleasure, Matthew. Hello. Hello. Mr. Kurt Dizzle, welcome back. How are we doing? I'm good. Mr. Joseph, hello. It's great to be back. Yes. And uh, Toby rounding us off. All right. All right. All right. So, this week's pod, we have a lovely team meeting around sort of favoured roles and combinations of roles uh, including your feedback as you've been fantastic on the old Twitter interaction this week. Um, so we're kind of rolling the Q&A into that. We also have a quiz from Mr. Kurt Diz and that rhymes because it does. Uh, but first of all, save updates, gents. So we'll start off with uh, with Dave and Joe, I think, with some Classico action or El Classico action.
1: Yeah, so... so we unfortunately, we- unfortunately, unfortunately so
2: corrupted and yeah, didn't
1: happen. Here we that. go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, uh, we are about to start season three. Uh, I know we've both made some transfers, obviously. Uh, but the end of last season, Joe managed to go and win the Europa League. Um, and I picked him to the title. Uh, but So obviously we both got a, Wait, bo- a big... Not on my screen, it didn't. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I won the league on my screen. <laughs> Before people get confused, I genuinely did win the league. Joe won the Europa League. Um, But transfer-wise, this season, I have signed Fakir on loan. Uh, I've signed Ander Herrera on loan. I spent quite a lot of money on Andre Silva. I thought, you know what? Portuguese striker would bring him in I spent probably overspent a little bit on him but I, I'm still looking forward to using him and just try to strengthen the squad in a few different areas um, this season I'm going to try a slightly different formation as well try and pack out the midfield a little bit more hopefully help with the leaking of the goals but I think I'll try the old uh, teach 4 three, one 2 to see uh, see how it goes this season anyway
2: it's been good no? I've quite enjoyed this save and if I hadn't have fucked about creating a new tactic, <laughs> I probably would have beaten him. But, you know, GG's Dave. Cheers, son. Kept me interested in the save, so I like you. <laughs> good technique there. <clears throat> um, but, yeah, winning the Europa League was pretty good. Um, I didn't think I was going to get there. We, did, we had a really tight game. Was it Lazio? Lazio and Roma. Roma, yeah, yeah. Both went extra time. And it took um, Lautaro Martinez. He finally found his uh, scoring boots and got us into the final, which we beat Monaco 3-2. And yeah, I haven't. I probably haven't signed as many players as Dave has this this summer. Um, Rulli from Sociedad is, is really the main person I've bought in. So I had to sell a few for lots and lots of money as as we do. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm enjoying this save.
0: Marvelous. Uh, have you had any sort of action in any of your other saves? Uh, sort of. Have you really had any time to? I guess
2: a, a little bit, but nothing really worth talking about at the moment.
3: Geronimo Geronimo is a great signing as well. It's like my favourite FM keeper from the last few years. Absolutely tremendous,
2: and and he's exactly what I've, I've kind of been looking. I bought um, Raikovic, and I thought you know what? He, he could be a, he, he is a great keeper for that league. But I was just looking at defensive record and it wasn't great. You know I conceded fifteen goals all season, so I thought what what could make this better? <laughs> so I signed a world class goalkeeper. <laughs> I love
0: these subtle digs, Joe. It's pretty much what I live for on Twitter at the moment. Your little Twitter moment that you've to, created as well is fantastic.
2: To be fair, Dave, he he's got Porto banging. I mean, he's had to spend a fortune, but they are banging at the <laughs> moment. Are See, you, even that's a subtle dig. To be fair, it's a jealous <laughs> dig.
3: Are you expecting to sort of come good though in the next couple of years, Joe? Because obviously you've been kind of building for the future, whereas Dave's oh, f- been fuck that. I'm going to smash him.
2: Cash. No, 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 fuck him. I'm smashing him this season. <laughs> Not happening. Brilliant.
1: Bring it on.
0: <laughs> I do love I love the bravado, but really I think Dave's quivering
2: like a shitting dog, I reckon. No. Brilliant. No. I will I will say one thing. His commitment to this was probably the most surprising thing. Winning the league was was up there, but he's been very committed to this and I've enjoyed it.
0: Is it because you've been winning the league, though, Dave, as to why your commitment hasn't waned
1: yet? No, because, to be fair, I'd struggled the first season as well, so I could have walked, but, and even, like, with the, um... At the time, at the the start of the save, I had little to no money. I think, of course, the commitment's probably helped. Now Big Craig's taken us over, and we've got a load of money, but, um... Yeah, it's, get, it's interesting. I think we've both built very strong sides and it'll be interesting to see how this season in particular goes because we we, neither of us have started season three on a strong foot. Um, obviously, for different reasons, Joe lost out in the Super Cup to Leon who won the Champions League and I lost out in the like Community Shield to a team I should be beating, but it fell right in the middle of pre-season. So I had like uh, a lot of players at the Olympics at the time, quite a lot of players unfit, some injured, so I had re- started like a second string team and we took them to penalties, but I don't think we've won a penalty shootout yet. So They yeah, definitely took out.
2: you to penalties. You were yeah.
1: shit. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Teach
4: mentioned it last week or the week before uh, about job offers. Uh, see this, Joe's now won the Europa League. Dave's won the league as well. Have we had anything crazy come through? Anything that's tempted you away from your, your respective clubs? I clubs. Had- clubs.
1: Obviously, it didn't really tempt me because I wanted to stick at Porto. But after Lyon won the Champions League, their manager took the France job and they offered me that job. Uh, But that's the the only one I've had.
2: I had Real Madrid and Valencia. But seeing as I had had a Real Madrid save, I thought, Nah, do you know what? (laughs) If the sporting job comes up, I'm going for it.
0: What if both of you get offered a job in the same league, but in a different nation? Would that possibly tempt you away from Portugal?
2: We were talking about it the other day. and We said about taking over the two newly promoted teams. So if it got boring being the two best teams in the league, just take you know, resign and just take over as the two lowest, like the two teams that have been promoted to the league and then just go again.
0: I I like that idea as well. Right, we'll move on. Mr. Kurt Dizzle. Mm -hmm. uh, Now, you've had a, a... a welcomed return to form, actually. And you've had good news this week in terms of the, the shots and how many shots you've actually fired at the opposition. I mean, I've tried with a the segue there. It's not it's not gone well.
3: Thank you for following the save, Matt. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we, we, we got promoted from the Venerama National at the first time of asking. Uh, we were, I think at one point, we were seven points clear with four games to play, but still managed to take it to the last day. Um and uh yeah we won on the, on the last day of the season to secure it and luckily Chesterfield uh got beat anyway so it was kind of sewn up by half time um but yeah good result i mean we were predicted to finish mid table just outside the playoffs uh so it's been um a a summer of rebuilding uh we we got rid of a lot of players i mean when you manage in the lower leagues a lot of players are only tied to one year deals anyway so uh, all the players that were deemed not good enough were let go in the summer. Um, we've done some rebuilding. We've picked up a few players from Premier League clubs that have been let go. So a few young young players, uh young right-back from United, George Tanner. Uh, Paris Magoma from Tottenham. Um, Keendra Simmons from Man City and um, a couple of others. But the, the big news that happened in the last stream was that... Um, for those that, for the three people that watched my "Kurti Calls the Shots" series uh, in FM Seventeen, was that a young Idris Kanu Yes, came
2: give it home, to Idris. Don't give it, it to, to Idris. Idris.
3: So, um, so we have just about started the season. We lost our first game, although we were a bit unlucky because we had a, a very good goal ruled out for offside, which uh, was, so we were a bit hard done by. Um, But yeah, very, very positive about this season. Whether we're challenging this year, I'm not so sure. But certainly with the the squad that we've built and the young players that we've brought in, um, I think foundations have been uh, put in for the future. So very excited.
2: Can I make a formal request? Please do. Can we have Give It To Idris on the soundboard and Can You Believe It when he scores? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I'll find you you
1: the uh, Give It To Idris clip.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you.
2: No problem, son. Can you believe it?
0: <laughs> anyway, I, I think I, I I did watch you win the league. Actually, I did see you pop
3: in the stream. Yeah, yeah,
0: having having sewn it up by half time. I I did kind of think because uh, you were throwing your bravado around, as I mentioned to you there there and then, that this this could come to bite you. But fortunately, it didn't. And
3: well, we were quite lucky. I mean. So, Chesterfield were away at Gateshead on the last day of the season, and they, they got a red card quite early doors. Um, and then we scored. So, basically, we just needed a point because our goal difference was far superior. Um, but, the th- the, I mean, the the crux of the matter is it shouldn't have been taken down to the final day at all. Like, we kept trying, we kept doing our best to throw it away. Stupid own goals. We had a couple of horrible offside goals given against us as well. I nearly reported one of as a bug. Um,. <laughs> sort of... Free kick came in. Um, uh, guy, like... I can't even remember the sequence of events now, but basically, trust me, it was offside.
2: I mean, we failed to mention something as well. Go golden on. Generation?
3: Yes! So we had a Golden Generation, deep. Seeing I'm as you're the man you're of Golden row, Generations. Pal. Well, we had uh, a young Daniel Alecci come through, who's basically... He's 16 years old, and we're building the team around him in League Two. That's how good he is.
4: So, how early can you play I mean, them? They, they can play straight away. Straight away, mate.
3: Yeah, he made his debut when he was 15. Incredible. Like just at the back end of the season. Um, Adam Johnson would be proud. And, You're exploiting
2: 15 uh, year old kids. I know. <laughs> Come on. I know.
3: Um, but yeah, Daniel Alechi is very, very is an exciting prospect. I don't expect we'll keep hold of him for too long. Um, I imagine some clubs will be sniffing around.
5: Just try and earn the money off him while you can, son. You know, exactly. get them gate receipts in.
3: So hopefully we won't get demonetised and hopefully we'll cash in on him um, when the time comes. I'll be I'll be banging him 50% release clauses, you know, sell-on clauses and all all, all kinds of stuff.
0: Uh, Mr. Deep, what's going on in your world? Because I know you, both you and Teach have been affected by this whole sort of network game divergence nonsense that's sort of been knocking around for the past few weeks. Um so sort of what what has that's obviously led to a decision that you've made together
4: yeah unfortunately um, unfortunately it was just too much to carry on the safe and we decided that it was probably best to nip it in the bud now then kind of get too involved and enjoy it more than we should do and and later down the line it really screw us up and have to walk away Um, So I've literally taken a week and uh, spent a load of money on something I don't really need to use and uh, I'm going to try and now build a save around it. Something very different um, and something that hopefully is very new to what we've seen on Twitch before and and captivates a a handful of people.
0: (laughs) As always, you're very confident in your own ability there.
4: (laughs) To be fair... (laughs) To be fair, okay.
2: the idea I think is fucking brilliant. So cracker, as long as it pulls it, it off, yeah. it'll be very, very good.
4: Yeah, I mean the problem the with that is, Joe, the other is, people
0: having you is astounding as well.
4: <laughs> well the thing is 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 is, is there's a lot of times where I've been, you know, I've had good ideas and done stuff, and it hasn't really gone to plan. But I'm sure this is going to be different. I've got, uh, I've got, a, 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 you know, a handful of people that's 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 given me their time and their effort to, to kind of help me towards this. Uh, whether it's been advice or or kind of just to hear me out when I kind of talk and ramble on about how we're going to do this, it is slightly complicated. It is slightly, you know, we need to kind of really pinpoint all this down and hopefully we can get this started ASAP, but it's not one of those saves that I can just start straight away. I need to make sure everything's in place. Have you before. had a, a dry run yet? Yeah, that got me in trouble last time I did that. Um, <laughs> but no, I haven't because I haven't got everything in place yet. Um, we're trying, you know, it's... Without kind of giving too much away with us, you know, the stream's going to have different camera angles and different props props that we're going to be using um, and you is know, it safe it, for twitch uh, it's it's not as silly as about so yes probably why'd you have to do that because <laughs> you've had four gin and tonics, you don't give a fuck so I just can't wait to push you chair. <laughs> is there a wrestling chair in, involved uh, what one of those ones you buy from Argos for 11 quid probably yeah
3: what have I ever done to you <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know I right, tends to
3: be a friend for this long and you come and <laughs> and throw this shit at me I was
0: going to say before this gets out of hand I, I will, we'll move on um, to the other half of the dynamic geo, Mr. Tobes so as a result of the, the, the nixing of the, the network save um, this has led to you sort of embarking on something a
5: little bit different I'm just just want to throw it out there that doing the podcast on a Saturday night is the way to do it in the future when everyone's having a few beers and stuff um, I'm, I'm when, gonna, when
0: there's likely to be more problems I'm going to knock back a
5: few more Southern Comforts before the end of this Unless let's get really rowdy I'm
0: not looking forward to the quiz <laughs>
5: um, yeah I mean obviously all sort of joking and everything aside the divergence thing was actually uh, pretty bad and and uh, Duke and I spoke about I had it sort of Dare I would say confirm that the issue has been around for a while, even though I've only seen it recently. Um, and you know, much like AIDS, once you've got it, there's no getting rid of it. It's it's in the save. So, um, talking about Dave's printer again. Yeah. Dave's printer, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so ultimately, the only the options we were left with were to carry on. And the diversions continue to have, like, little changes to what we're watching. But the biggest problem would have been when we come to play each other, if it would have dicked us around in the game where we're playing against each other, that would have been particularly bad. So um, so I've, I've basically spent, you know, the last few streams dicking around in the 0304 database that's been created, um, incredibly created. I think it's actually, it's, you know, it's... It's a damn sight better than last year's 94, 95 one, uh, that's for sure. Uh, but ultimately that was because we, of course, knew about the impending update that was coming out, which has now, uh, at the time of recording, been released. Um, so I don't really know where I'm at at the minute because like, I've got my brain half sort of thought on what I want to do as my sort of main save going forward. Um, and it's just left me a bit of an impasse where I'm like, eh, I don't know what to do. So I took a few days off and I think I'll continue to take a few days off while I work out what's what but uh, that's not actually saying oh I've tried that database and it was a lot of shite that's not the case i actually think the database is really good um a very very for, for anyone who's been playing this game for for a hell of a lot of years um a very nostalgic uh trip um that's for sure or even whether you've been playing the game or not even if you're around my ripe old age of 21 you may remember some of these players so um but yeah, it's definitely a yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a fun journey. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I've got this. I've got this idea about what I want to do, and it's not. It's nothing like what Duke's doing. You know, it's, that's like completely out of the box. This is not out of the box. It's still very much bog standard as as we'd expect. But uh, probably much lower down than what people expect from me normally when I play football manager. So yeah, we'll see. We'll
1: see.
3: That's the beauty, isn't it? Of the the O three O four stuff. You know, much like um, I remember Nerd streaming 0102. Um, yeah, last year, CM. A few, CN. few yeah. months ago, yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's great to sort of go back and look at some of these players and and sort of remind ourselves of how good they were and the attributes they were given and and you know, it's it's great fun doing that. I just, it's just longevity, isn't it? I think that's that's the only issue with these things.
5: Yeah, well, I threw that was a question. I mean, literally upon starting that save, I instantly said to myself, "Look, I don't know how long this is going to last." You know, at best we might get a season, maybe more if it turns out to be amazing, but it's essentially just a, 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 a glance over, it, a bit of a nostalgic look and we'll we'll see where we get to. Um, and I think because the update was then announced, like literally I'd only streamed it three times or something like that, because the update was announced so soon after it, my brain's already, and I've said this a million times before, like if I have, if I'm playing a save and I have an idea for another save, I very quickly lose interest in the one I'm doing. So this was like where I'm like, do you know what? I'll take a few days and see where we're at.
0: So I will uh, include the the links to the database uh, in the description of the podcast anyway for anyone who's interested. Or alternatively, you can search for "mad scientist" with all kinds of capitals strewn throughout <laughs> that username.
4: But no numbers, never mind. so you're happy, yeah?
0: No, no. Well, I don't know. Is the numbers? Is there a Z backwards or something? Who knows? It's all, all uh, it, do you know <laughs> what
5: he made? I think he's like nearly two million changes to that database. That's bonkers, and and from what I can gather from release of the game he spent between 6 and 8 hours every single day um, and it is rather than 94, 95 where there's a little bit of guesswork put into uh, the vast majority of the attributes, a lot of these are just plopped from 0304 straight in um, so although yes, because of course SI yes, have changed the way they've done things over the years and as, as time's gone on there will look to be a lot of dare I say, overpowered players in it but they're they are in retrospect to what was available in three 0304 and you've got to use a you've got to have a benchmark somewhere so yeah it
4: goes it goes across really well yeah i was say i've not played it um but i was sat in teachers first stream and we were i mean you were just looking at players and very nostalgic and fair play to the lad he's done a cracking job and I, like i said and i haven't even played it and i was just watching it so um yeah fair play to him
3: i know he's copied um He's, he's copied all the attributes from that 0304 game or ch- CMO four, isn't he, or something like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. Does that does that mean the set of attributes hasn't changed for that long?
5: There definitely there has re- been a couple of there changes. They've renamed things, yeah. haven't they? They've yeah, renamed yeah. stuff, but like in creativity terms of, and vision, wasn't uh, it. Yeah, but yeah. in
3: terms of like the actual attributes, like the amount so. of attributes, yeah. and also the, the hidden ones, I guess as well. The um, the
0: as far as I remember, they have, they've renamed things, but haven't actually change them whether that means they've been changed how they operate under the covers but the uh, the thing that has changed throughout the years is how higher graded sort of the top attributes are because I remember that particularly it had been around maybe 07 to 09 and so 20 would be really good but then over the few years 20 would then become 15 so if you were 20 you'd be genuinely world class well, and look, things like that Yeah,
3: looking at some of the players um, that I know you've highlighted on Twitter and stuff, Types like some of them just seem ridiculously overrated, I guess.
5: Um, and I think a lot of that is the way that they've... I think the way they've tackled the value given to players has changed over the years. So, like, yes, I think they're overrated in today's market, but maybe... I mean, I wouldn't know because I've not fired up 03, 04 and and tried to match any of these players to their original sort of attributes on the game. But I think that's maybe just the way we've the the, the 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 researchers and SI and everyone's put it together and gone, right, well, we can't keep giving all these players a 19 and 20 in this because it's not letting them stand ahead of anyone else. And I think maybe it's just been tickled over the years, maybe.
2: I, I thought the same thing, but then I thought to myself, <clears throat> you know, in the 3 04 season were 20s different to what a twenty is now because Messi is the benchmark. If you know what I mean like Messi's the highest rated player in the game. There had to be someone in that time who was the highest rated player in that that era. So then everything's relative to that best player in the world. So that's that, that in my mind I'm going that's why there's more nineteen and twenties in that database. Because the the gap between maybe Messi and Ronaldo to other players is greater. Yeah. Nowadays, whereas there wasn't between the top players in the world there was lots of top players in the world but there was nobody that's like stands definitive. out like Messi yeah. and Ronaldo.
5: Yeah, Messi and Ronaldo banging him fucking sixty goals a year. Like that, that wasn't a think mm. there wasn't such a huge a huge gap, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. yeah seeing, one thing- seeing Carlos Pulo with uh, with like five twenties is a uh,
3: and then Seven Decisions.
5: The lad's like a very, very <laughs> short wall, you know.
3: I mean, to,
0: to be fair, that, that Seven Decisions is fairly accurate. <laughs> Probably on his haircut,
4: isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the one thing that that kind of spoils it a little bit for me is, is when you play it, there's not enough 4-4-2s about everyone's playing these fancy modern formations that just don't look right with these players in them. But apart from that, it's, it's pretty to decent. Be, to, to be fair, in... The uh, like in o th- three o four,
0: things were starting to change by this point. Anyway, you were getting a lot more influence from from Europe in particular. With uh, so Jose was doing well at Porto at this point. It's so, year
4: he won the
3: Champions League, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and um, sorry, sorry you, carry, you carry on. I was buddy. just going to say, what, what's the crack with uh, contracts? Because I know you were saying, Tobes, about they were they're on o three o four contracts. So yeah. when they sign new deals in the FM19 world, are they wanting sort of 400 pay rises? Yes. You? Yeah, they
5: are. Um, I can't remember. I've, sort of, I've just signed someone to a new deal. Um, I can't remember who it is. I'm at United and I can't remember who it was. I've signed to a new deal, but we're talking like going from 29 grand a week to 96 grand a week, you know? Um, so, But this is, and that, obviously... Uh, Mad scientist has carried everything over wages as well and but he's also structured the clubs that that, that 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 they're all the same so yeah it's um it's it's more than a it's just one of those you just know you're gonna run into a wall of everyone asking for contracts yeah. and you're probably gonna completely burst the cap that you have on your wage limit you know
0: he's a myth
5: yeah <laughs> Talk to I, Dave. Think I guess <laughs> <Good>.
0: <laughs> I guess that's always going to be the issue when you do try to sort of reuse old data like that because the world has moved on quite considerably in the past 15 years, The number, particularly
5: in football. The number of like incredible number 10s in that era of football, mm. do you know what I mean? There's, there's so many number 10s, like, which we, I think we see a little less of nowadays. And I don't mean like just top class, but I just think that the role gets skirted a lot more nowadays you know a lot of people playing the extra man in midfield or lower down in midfield should I say but uh, yeah it was like I started out and I was like do you know what we'll go four four two. forget it we'll go four we've got fucking Rude van Nistelroy, you know get him a little bit of a link up there for a bit of supply up top I'm like the database is full of incredible number 10s young or old you know um, so yeah uh, if anyone is going to try it have a system that has a number 10 and the abundance of players. I say, I
0: guess that that's the other thing is that you see sort of how the the footballing landscape has changed in terms of sort of the roles that that people play, which actually poignantly moves us perfectly onto our team meeting this week. That was almost a perfect segue there. Thank you very much, me. Um, Dave would have
2: done it better. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What's happening at on. two o'clock today? Being Monday. Is two o'clock, you can? What, what's your new save? What's my oh, new save? Yeah. Ah, that's a fun. Yeah. Good shout, Joseph. Oh, I thought I was going to escape
0: there. Um, I'll have to save my segue to later. Damn it. Um, so, I, I, in all honesty, I haven't fully decided in my head what I'm going to do with this save. I thought I've considered going back to the well of the, the Sir Alex Ferguson challenge because I had a lot of fun with it despite getting screwed over by Middlesbrough multiple times. Um... But I've also thought about maybe doing something with Chelsea because of their sort of current situation with Sari on the brink of sort of a potential sacking, and I thought it might be an, a nice uh, thing to almost sort of have a a bit of a like a, a real life narrative threading into a into a FM save.
3: Uh, FYI, the transfer ban has not been built in to. Air. I game. would
0: th- th- that I would do that like myself. I would just basically say, I can't sign any players, and and sort of the the intention would be to build it around for the players that they already have, um, which they kind of should be doing anyway. But yeah, that would that was maybe I haven't say I haven't formulated the plan uh, fully in my head. The other thing was it would be to go back to the the Kidderminster idea that I had earlier, um, well last year, um, but I kind of want to do. I think catching might get promoted this year. It looks likely at the moment, as long as they don't bottle it. So I'd kind of want to keep uh, the non-league stuff for next year because I'd really want to do a, a save with catching, so I've not been in like a playable team using the vanilla database for so long now. So that would something like that maybe. The team meeting. We can now move into our team meeting, can we? Good. Marvelous. Uh, so yes, we're focusing this week on uh, sort of role combinations and sort of favoured or preferred roles Um, and we did reach out to uh, the greater public for sort of suggestions of things that they have uh, used in this FM in particular Um, I've got a point that I want to raise but I'll wait until later but who wants to get us started with sort of some of their faves? It's Dave, they're rhyming again, marvellous. Free up top Uh,
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, like the,
4: takeover. he's pretty good at that I'm, I've never played free up top brilliant the I'm not sure what? <laughs> 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 big up Alexa we've
2: got,
1: got a 7 star potential <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> box to box DLP box to box is a, a very very good role this year I've not played it since the update so it may well be uh, nerfed But um, Olivier Olivier and Champ for my Porto team, box-to-box, bagged a goal every 120 minutes. He bagged like 20 goals from centre mid. Joe, did Gedson play there first season?
2: Well, it's funny you say that, that I play a box-to-box and a DLP.
1: Oh, here we go. It's funny
2: how you won the league, wouldn't it? (laughs) But yes, box-to-box midfielder is ridiculous. And I've always played it with a DLP.
5: There you go. Yeah. one of the reasons we were chatting about what the team meeting was going to be about there earlier on in the week and one of the reasons I was sort of saying we could talk about this is because to be honest the vast majority of people I see playing and I say vast because it's not everyone playing a box-to-box on a DLP like literally hey. almost almost everybody mm-hmm. is using a fucking box-to-box and a DLP and uh, very very similar <laughs> systems I know we're not here to talk about systems but we're seeing a lot of the same thing this year you know it was said that you know with the the match engine come out and when the game was brand new and then it, it when them, when those changes were made it's like almost everywhere you look was like a very very similar team setup um so yeah I, i'd agree on the uh, on the on the box to box and the dlp that's for damn sure
4: i mean when i've always liked playing uh, a shadow striker behind my uh my my strikers because i like to i like to make my my strikers go out wide and then my shadow striker fill the hole however this year again teach says very similar everywhere you see but uh we have to you know the the, the number 10 has been dropped down to a to, to a, D, uh, a dm now and i've not really found a winning formula i mean Um, I've struggled this year to be perfectly Frank the 1860 I I, I swapped systems literally every season to try and get something out of it and I haven't really had a partnership that I can say really works the only thing I've I've seen is the the dual pressing forwards up top but apart from that I've not really had anything that I've had and a standout that I could talk about to be honest
5: So, So three up top then um, uh, that wasn't top, in the um, <laughs> uh,
4: that, doesn't, that doesn't actually uh, qualify as free up top. But anyway, you know, if, if, if bit... well, shadow, shadow, shadow striker <laughs> clues in the name, but we'll ignore it. It's all right. It's fine. Shadow he's in the shadow of my striker, so yeah. it's technically.
5: <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah, like one thing I was going to ask is like, has anybody for anyone who plays two striker systems found like a. And this, might, I see. Curtie wants something to say, so Curtie, go ahead no, after, go ahead after me if either. this, if this is uh, going to throw it out there. But like two striker combos, because like for me this year, all the strikers sort of just feel the same. And I say all, all the ones I've used. Uh, so for example, I'm not talking about a target man. I'm not talking about a false nine. But like when I've been using advanced forwards, pressing forwards, deep line forwards, they've all just felt the fucking same. Like like so, I'm not saying like I've been using uh, pressing forward, advanced forward. Uh, or two pressing but like when I'm using pressing in advance i am not really seeing that much different from them so I wouldn't say like I think it works but what I'm wondering is if anyone's got anything else where they go now that is I've used this and it is the shit and they are definitely playing very differently from each other Um, but again much like I said before about you know box to box and DLPs a lot of systems I'm seeing are using pressing forwards in a pair or pressing in an advanced or pressing in a deep line or you know
3: um, yeah, I I <clears> sort of was going to say similar, basically. So I like traditionally, I've always played with a striker that kind of drops deep and links up play, and, and you have runners going beyond him. Um, but I found on this version, it's nigh on impossible to get your strikers to do that. Like, I haven't played enough of the update to know. Uh, how much it's changed. I've seen lots of clips and stuff on Twitter of striker behaviour and and strikers dropping off the line now, and it kind of gives me a bit of hope that I can revert back to how I would normally play. But, like, my system, and I know it's lower league, so it kind of, you want to keep it as basic as possible, but my system has basically been two pressing forwards, both on attack, get the ball wide, get the ball in the box as early as possible. And it's been quite effective. Um, It was quite effective until, sort of, a point in the season when we had to kind of switch things up a little bit and, and mix it up I think that was just because our maybe teams started taking us seriously um, but the number 10 role, I know Duke was just talking about that, the number 10 role pretty much has been nerfed most of the year, I, I haven't seen many people playing a system online where they've had a lot of success out of a number 10 um, it'll be interesting after the update to see if that's improved and I hope it does improve because I've got my 16-year-old Daniel Letty, who's, who, who's a natural number 10, um, so hopefully you know we'll get we'll get the best out of him. But um, yeah, the whole the whole attacking certainly in central areas seems pretty one-dimensional this year.
2: Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I mean, Tobes and I spoke about this the other day about all the striking kind of whichever role you use, they all feel the same, and. I've been in the four four two. I had I was playing two pressing forwards on attack. Um, didn't really seem to make a difference. Obviously, I signed Martin Martinez for Benfica, and he wasn't scoring. So I, I used him in his most familiar role as an advanced forward. I tried him as a complete forward. I tried everything, and it made no difference at all. I didn't see anything as a representation in the match engine. Didn't see anything um, st- statistically. They, it just all very it was all very samey, um, but something I did try on the Real Madrid save was I played two shadow strikers, and I think it was FM Trequartista, ironically, uh, who said that a shadow striker was brilliant in that ten role. So I played two of them. I played Isco and James Rodriguez there, and it was awesome. So <clears throat> dupes probably onto something having a shadow striker kind of playing in behind.
4: So from, you're saying free up top works. <laughs> I no, two I up played, top with a shadow striker. I
2: actually, so. well, technically, when you look at it, it was strikerless because um, there was no striker. Just in, in they, where, the, where the attacking yeah. midfielder would be, there was two shadow strikers.
1: I've, I agree with what you say there, Joe, because I've I've used to some success when an advance forward next to a pressing forward. But as you say, there's nothing that statistically it's not like one's getting more goals than the other or it's not showing like one is definitely doing this job differently to the other but it seems to be like even with people that have replied to the tweet that they seem to be getting a lot of success from a shadow striker whether they're playing it as a forward i'm not sure and or a false nine so it's almost as if they're they like playing a poacher or advanced forward quite high up and then they're having this false nine or shadow striker dropping a bit deeper so I think that's what what most people are getting some sort of success out of.
0: It does seem that um and I know it's been it's it's been a bit of a problem since like FM seventeen where uh, strikers don't drop off as much as they should um and let, and you sort of are a bit forced into choosing roles that don't necessarily fit a player um just to try and get the movement that you're looking for uh, maybe in in this year's game at least pre-update anyway that the shadow strikers' movement is naturally they start deeper and then move into space rather than starting higher up and then dropping deeper. So it could be that it's it sort of more suit that that their natural movement or at least how they're coded uh, would sort of suggest that maybe that's how the game prefers them. Their sort of natural movement It's that they're moving sort of in the direction of the ball rather than dropping deeper and sort of leaving an option and looking through pretty much everyone else. Uh, who's sort of commented, uh, or at least responded to the the tweets that we sent out, there've been sort of a much of a muchness in terms of, uh, there's a couple, Sam uh, Sam Calvert mentions about a poacher and a shadow striker, so that's sort of backing that up as well. A lot of people use sort of very similar sorts of setups with the pressing forward and the advanced forward, so that's again sort of reinforcing uh, what, what both Tobes and Joe are saying in regards to the uh, the the sort of the striking roles perhaps being a bit similar and also with like Joe you used pressing forwards sort of multiple pressing forwards in in tactics this year and previously at least in my experience uh, using two of the same role doesn't really work because you don't then have that natural link up play um, that that you generally need if you want a tactic to sort of not be a bit one dimensional uh, and so this year it seems to be a bit of a departure from that and that you're able to pick Multiple roles the same, and it seems to, or it's multiple versions of the same role, regardless of duty, and it seems to work fine.
5: So, <clears throat> so to drag things down the field a little bit, and again, I'm just talking about you know roles that I, <coughs> I'm using myself, and I'm seeing a lot. Um, would be has anyone made any use of like no nonsense centre backs? Maybe like Curtis being down the lower end of the leagues, whatnot, because everywhere I look, like everyone's playing ball playing defenders. Pair of them, you know. I'm, I'm talking about four men at the back here, but um you know, it seems to be. And and Curtis touched on this a, a few weeks ago now. About we're <clears> on, <throat> we almost find ourselves like setting ourselves up against the engine rather than trying to get the way football is, and like there seems to be a lot of similar roles. And I think like ball playing defenders this year have been very good, like really good. Um and a lot of people have been rocking these wider systems with uh, with a couple of men up top and stuff. But I'm seeing ball-playing defenders in a pair loads of places.
2: I've, I've used a no-nonsense centre-back because I've got the perfect one. Um, Ivan Odets, Ukrainian, typical Ukrainian. He literally kicks the shit out of people. He headbutts them. He does. He is exactly that, no-nonsense. I think he's six four, six five. His key attributes, strength, heading, tackling, and, and that's it. You know, but he's oh, an aggression, obviously, because he's Ukrainian. Um, <laughs> but the sense of that partnership I've got with him at the moment, it's kind of reminiscent of Rio and Vidic. Because I've got Ruben Diaz, who is like the Rolls-Royce of a centre-half. He can pass, he's quick, he's he just fan- he's the Rio Ferdinand of the Benfica save. And then you've got Ivan Odette, who is just the Vidic. Come near me, unless you, Fernando Torres, and I'll break your legs.
0: <laughs> I do love those comparisons. Yeah, it's brilliant. But yeah, I, I, um, it's it's quite interesting reading, and that what you were kind of what you you and Tobes both said there. It it links to sort of the thing I wanted to mention earlier. Is that it does seem to be that we kind of have to choose choose sort of more sort of gamified roles that seem to exploit the engine or, or at least work better against the engine um, with and, and so there doesn't seem to be as much like football logic applied to tactics at least in the people that have responded to these tweets anyway uh, a lot of people are using sort of uh, like box-to-box midfielders with advanced advanced uh, playmakers in midfield like and, and obviously we don't have the necessarily the full context there but sort of being older players we generally have a defensive role in the centre of midfield and then a supporting role or an attacking role that a lot of people don't seem to be rocking that at all there's multiple support roles but no defensive role at all there
5: <clears throat> and hitting on the older playing against the engine I don't know whether it's just me but like I've not I've not felt it's ever been quite to this level in the past I don't know about anyone else. I might just be, I might just be having my FM moment where I'm like, fuck FM, don't want to do it. Do me in, whatever. I don't know whether it's, whether it's just my own thoughts and feelings, but like, just lately in in nineteen, and it will be from that first sort of match engine update that we had where long shots became a bitch. Um, but like, like since then, it's almost seemed like you can put something quite logical down, and you know, you'll find yourself so got. I'm, I'm dropping points here, and you know, I should be I should be picking up a win against these, and find yourself reverting back to almost what you know works, regardless of regardless of the, the the team you're with or the squad you have. You know, you're making people fit a role that you know works in the game, rather than you know playing them to their strength and and, and putting you know complementary roles around that player. I don't know. As I say, to me, it just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel. I don't remember having. I don't remember feeling this way in 18 17 16 maybe i did in 15 my memory ain't that fucking good but like last few years i don't remember feeling like everything is to try and play the engine with almost like i, I wouldn't say like uh, being completely blasé with the footballing side of it because a lot of these systems that are good against the engine have an element of sensibility about them but like you know, you're almost at the point where it's like, we'll go we'll bother using that. You know, you're going to tank points, you know, you know, stick to what you know know, know, works. I
1: think it, I think it's a bit of a coincidence though that I know you said there like a lot of people sort of using similar roles or whatever. Um, I think with the centre-half stuff, I I think really central defender or ball-playing defender, uh, a a, a decent level of football, that's what you're going to use. Unless you're playing like Curry's, like League 2 conference level, I'd half expect seeing a couple of non- no-nonsense centre-backs. What sort of Championship Premier League standard upwards, I- I'd expect to see central defenders, ball-playing defenders. Uh, striker roles as well. I think with a lot of pe- what people have said, a target man and false nine or shadow striker or whatever, sort of makes sense because you've got a bigger guy or a forward that's slightly more forward and then another forward that's coming deeper to get the ball and so on. So again, makes sense. And... Um, at times I do think it's a bit of a coincidence. I think I think you are right. People have seen something that works and sort of it's it's like a snowball effect. More people are using it, more people are using it, more people are using it. But um like for argument's sake, my tactic, I didn't I I didn't just go on it and, and think, alright, this is gonna play the match engine, I'll use this. There was genuinely roles that I picked to suit players, and I think it fortunately it fell into place quite quite nicely.
0: I think it's the Gegan pressing uh, like default tactic, I think that has two ball-playing defenders as standard. Um, there might be some of the others as well, but I wouldn't say that I would. I would definitely prefer to have a Ferdinand vidic style partnership, or at least not have a defender like assigned to have like through balls on, uh, or uh, at least more frequent through through balls being played if they're not capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so by picking that with a player that can't they, surely they're just going to lump it forward and they're not going to see the passes that you would expect them to thread through it's just a case of they'll just thump it anywhere and either you're going to lose possession easily or I guess you're going to get lucky with a with a long ball over the top that wasn't intended for anyone because you've got some moron at centre half who's just giving, kicking seven bells of crap out of the ball just to get rid of it like playing like a no-nonsense centre half but effectively instructed to do through balls
2: yeah and with those centre-back partnerships it was something i done a little um, analysis kind of Twitter thread when I played Dave and one of the things I picked up was on one of his full-backs and I got Ruben Diaz who's I think he's got 14 or 15 passing for for a centre-half that's pretty decent and I kind of I put a lot of pressure on his right-back because I think that was the worst player on his team I can't even remember who was playing right-back that's how bad it was I think. Um, yeah. And Literally, just had pass into space, and as soon as he got the ball, ping, ping, ping. And because I'd overloaded that left hand side, that's where he was looking for. Mm. And you know, you can get them to do what you want them to do. And I, I think just making sure you use the right player for the role is obviously, is, you know, that is common sense. But another role, a pair of roles that I like to use at the moment is I've been using an inverted winger with a wing back, um, so obviously. Cut, cutting in and then obviously you know overloading the other side and you know I, I love an attacking fullback and that works really well. I've I've had um, in the Real Madrid one I've had Gareth Bale playing right midfield as an inverted winger and then obviously you've got uh, Nacho or Carvajal just absolutely bombing on on the overload on the outside and that's that's looks quite good in a match, engine. I, th- I think that's
0: really that's the the conclusion we can come to here that you can play the game however however you want really I don't think there is a you can know. look about it sort of a, as if you're gamifying it or you can be as logical as you want and I think Tobes is perhaps right with sort of the it's been a bit more gamified this year at least it's felt that way um, but generally you can, you can find ways to get teams to perform how you ought to do things that you're expecting them to do in the roles that you're sort of expecting from them whether by role I don't necessarily mean a role that you've selected in in football manager but a role that you're trying to replicate in real life
2: um, if anyone else has anything more Joe does have something more it was it was only to add to what Tobe said about playing the match engine and that it feels more like it this year and I think I think I can kind of agree with that because Whereas we try and think of it how, how real life football's played, and you're trying to make a tactic based on how real life football's played, well, actually, now you, it's we're kind of whether it's us grasping the fact that we're playing football manager, so we need to play against football manager rather than trying to go right put real life football ideas into this match engine. We well actually know t- to win and do well, play the game not mm. play what we think football is and I think that's I don't know whether it's like us now cottoning on that that's how you do it or it's just because the game you know how the game plays and it plays very samey like we are saying about how the, all the forwards seem to play the same and then you can work out a way to kind of and you don't want to say exploit because it's exploit is a bit of a dirty word but that's exactly what you're trying to do you're trying to find that position that you can exploit to, to make take advantage of it to, to win the game
0: No, I, I think I, th- yeah I think we've perhaps sort of been a bit too harsh with the, the use of of, of uh, sort of playing the match engine as such and I do I agree with pretty much all your points there Joe um, but yeah and, and one thing I did want to promote is that make sure you check out those tweets are they in part of that Twitter moment Joe because I really enjoy reading those that that breakdown of because I think that it shows a real it's a really good example of using the information you have in front of you um to to actually analyse and sort of exploit your opposition and playing what's put in front of you basically.
2: Anyway. They're, they're <laughs> that that moment today is purely about my squad. And to be honest with you, most of the time I'm I'm tweeting these things is because I'm actually gagging to play the save and Dave's busy having a life. Um, a life. But a life. <laughs> there, there's lots of great analytical pieces out there if you go searching for it for FM and it's you know, it's it's all the same kind of stuff. I've just done it on Twitter, just quickly using you know, you'll see that I can't even do a free, free hand circle, um, but it, you, you get the idea of what I'm what I'm looking at and why I'm doing it. And it's normally just if I'm bored and I can't play it, I just load the save up and just re-watch a match and you know just take a few bits out of it and then slam it on Twitter.
0: But it, I I like that sort of side of the game. I think that's one thing that unless you have a particular knack of sort of selecting a detail in the. In a stream or when you're watching a video, it's something that when it's when it's broken down like that, it really does sort of uh, that that sort of style of content really does lend itself to a, a a blog post or or a mini blog if we're talking about Twitter. Anyway, it's it's this was time to shine. Uh, the quiz is back. Welcome. Take it away, son. Curtis' quiz.
3: What an intro. Um, Luckily, uh, it's quite a short quiz this week, because I know we're running a little bit we don't, we don't have the... We, uh, don't, we don't have a time
2: limit. No? No. we got no. some in hand from last week. Yeah. <laughs> well,
3: um, Yeah, so we're back to basics this week. It's ten questions. First, buzz buzzing gets the opportunity to answer. One point for a correct answer. Um, if you buzz in and get it wrong, you will be eliminated from the rest of the question and subject to the Viking Dan rule. Bring it it's back. back. It's back, baby. Um, so usual rules, r- usual rules apply, basically. Um, so this week's quiz. So with the O three O four database that uh, was created by the mad scientist. Kudos to him for putting in the work. Um, and it's been all the rage amongst FM content creators, especially, but uh, and here at WeStream FM. Um, but the question is, how much of the O three O four season do you remember,
4: was Dave? Born, particularly brilliant,
3: brilliant. <laughs> Dave starts with a plus two handicap <laughs>
2: Yes What league the Wolves in Dave? I'd, say,
3: I'd still finish with Minus What what league were Wolves in Dave?
1: The Premier League The Premier Ship whatever they, they finish? They Bottom Yes There you go Flying How many points? One point uh, I don't know Probably one point They were shit <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> Right
3: So ten <clears> questions <throat> um, If we're all ready We will start uh, Question number one which striker finished top scorer in the Premier League with 30 goals?
5: Teach. Teach. Rudvan Nisselroy.
3: Minus one.
1: Yes. Dave. Dave. Thierry Henry is correct. Thierry. We <laughs> are
5: Never again, Dave. Never. <laughs> never again.
2: again? <laughs> Respecter. <laughs> Question number two. <laughs> Which
3: midfielder who moved from Charlton to Chelsea in January
5: 2004? Teach. Nerd. Teach. Fuck. Nerd.
3: I heard of him. Nerd.
5: Scott Parker.
3: Scott Parker. Is Fucking nerd.
5: bastard. All I could think of was his big quiffy hair. <laughs> Couldn't think of his yeah. name. I knew exactly who it was Fuck. as well. Won I PFA. was waiting
4: to get shafted, to be fair. PFA Young Player of the Year. <laughs> That's what she said. That's
3: how long ago. PFA Young Player of the Scotland. He was Parker. even.
1: Was it Ranieri's last sign in as Chelsea manager and now he's taking over him? Was it really? <sighs> Narrative. Who was his first sign at Chelsea? First signing. First signing. Yeah. Mikenovic. Yeah.
0: Mikenovic oh yeah, that was his, his first sign
1: in his, his, his last. Yeah. Fucking
0: beautiful. Hashtag Narrative, Narrative in football, everyone. Hmm.
3: Question number three. Now we all know that this was Arsenal's invincible season, but which team finished second to the Gunners? Joe Joe was it Chelsea it was Chelsea
0: of course it was Ranieri's final <laughs> season wasn't
3: it it was his highest finish until obviously mm. uh, Leicester that, that was, that was, that was when
5: Chelsea had fell over that fence and found a fuck load of money yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that and, and all, all those neutrals found the club wipe. to support <laughs> mm. <laughs> now they're all a sitter
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> question <laughs> number four which striker set a then-record of scoring in 10 consecutive... tee joke. Joe. Joe. Oh.
2: Rude Van Nistelrooy. Fuck off. It's on <laughs> the wall behind him. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. That the, were close. Uh, the record it's was close. It's
5: just been broken, hasn't it? By Jamie right. Vardy. 2015. Jamie Vardy, if well, i say yeah. just. I'm 35. <laughs> it's still blinted It people. does, mate. It does, <laughs> mate. I tell you. My memory's <laughs> absolutely shot. Uh,
3: question number five. Which Tottenham manager was sacked in September 03 after a defeat, a heavy defeat against Southampton? Nerd. Nerd.
0: Juan de Ramos?
3: Minus one.
1: Uh, he, was to, he was like 08, he was. Joe? Joe.
2: Is it Jack Santini? Minus
3: one. <laughs> oh, we've all got to have a go. Really? Yeah. yeah, I'll go last. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <was the>
1: <coughs>
2: Who's
3: left in? Doop,
4: Dave, Teach.
3: Oh dear! If no one buzzes in, I'm all going gonna, gonna to give you all minus one.
4: That might be easier. Dave, I think, a Dave, name. was that you?
1: Yeah. Go on. I, I, he's probably not even man- managed Spurs. C- Klinsman?
4: He has, he has but that is minus one, David. Oh. I couldn't even give you a fucking guess.
5: Um, I reckon this is long, long, sort of, before his time. Martin, you Yeah,
4: It's you
5: Yeah. Before you minus one me anyway.
4: Oh, well. Well, at least you've had a go, eh? Actually, a go I, I mean, I will say one that is probably the other side of that and go George Graham.
3: Minus one as well. The answer was
4: Glenn Hoddle. Oh. oh. And we wish him well. Is that when he was allowed on TV?
3: Brilliant. Hey, that lad's, that, is, is he all right now, Glenn? I think so. Yeah,
2: he done an interview with Robbie Savage the other day, so probably not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's got another brain hemorrhage. Yeah.
0: Mm. Question
3: oh, number six. Which legendary, and he was 40 years old at the time, which legendary Man City goalkeeper retired at the end of the O three oh four season? Doop. Dupe.
4: Peter Smichel? Oh. Minus one. Oh fuck off. I know right. who that is now.
3: Oh Nerd. Nerd. David Seaman. David Seaman is correct. That was my Yeah, that yeah, was my claim. <laughs> Question number seven. Which Newcastle midfielder became the first ever player to surpass four hundred Premier League appearances?
1: Dave. Dave. Oh bollocks! I've done it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said midfielder. He said appearances. Um, I was no. gonna say, sh- I was gonna say Shearer, but no. yeah, it's gone. No. no.
3: Oh, I think that was Joe.
2: Gary Spade is correct for fuck's I would sake.
5: I'm going to throw my hands like I knew as well When I didn't I
2: saw though,
4: you leaning up I, knew, the I <sighs> genuinely knew that I genuinely did
3: Question number 8 Which team were crowned UEFA Champions League winners In 2004 Nerd, Nerd. Nerds.
0: Porto oh,
4: fuck. I gave Porto you the answer to that one <laughs> so I that earlier
3: Question number nine.
2: Who is their manager? Who's the cleaner.
3: <laughs> in the 2004 European Championships, England opened their group stage account with a defeat against France. Which player scored a second-half injury-time brace? Nerd. Doop. Doop. Zidane. Zidane is correct. Is this thing on? Pardon? <laughs> Check Spain it in the edits son. Zinedine Zidane, yeah. It, both goals second half injury time. Yeah, remember. penalty
4: and a banging free kick that actually stuck in the Wasn't corner, there one that
3: it? was a back, like, a was it Lampard with a back dodgy back pass or something?
4: Did Lampard I score know. that
1: game or was it too? David James no, had that,
0: an absolute shocker, didn't he? Yeah.
3: Well, someone gave him a dodgy back pass, I think, and Zidane was through on goal and James brought him down, I think. Definitely yeah, Kieran Trippier, one, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Kieran Greece Trippier's one, fucked that. us all, by the way, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. What a prick. Right. <laughs> hey, you leave Raz alone. <laughs> Talking about the dead. F. Question number 10. Uh, in 2004 European Championships again. Greece beat hosts Portugal in the final of the tournament, winning one goal to nil. Which Greek striker? Dupe. Dupe.
2: There is no way he's getting this right. He's I'm
3: not this. saying it right, is he? No Samaras. Minus one. Nerd. Nerd.
2: Karagounis.
3: Minus one. Which one?
1: He hmm. went to Fulham Day, the, the skeezer. Or was that the one that. Which Greek That's
3: striker it. scored the oh. winner in a drab final? Teach. For Teach. Teach. Mitrologu. Minus
0: one. Wasn't even born. I
2: know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: it was, was, was going to mine us we got Dave and Joe
2: I'm thinking of the board geezer but it's not him the one that played for Bolton Basinus Stelius no. Stellius, yeah but it's it's, I, not, it's him. not him
3: Stelius
4: <laughs> Stelius us <Gantus>. um, <sighs> Great twitch alert though he's a big fucker isn't he I come mean Pressing for time Dave Joe Constantopoulos
1: Constantopoulos <laughs> Minus one, <laughs> <son>. <laughs> it was a great effort, son. Cheers, son. Go on, Joe. you got it in front of you now, son.
4: You've Googled it, son.
2: Hmm? Joe? Oh, I fucking know his name. i just...
3: one
4: you're here. Fuck yeah. off.
2: This is like question 10, isn't it? We've got all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's one and
4: so on. We're only going to get Russell in. playing FIFA. Three,
2: two, five. W- all right. Karis Who? Is correct.
3: Angelos Caristeus.
2: I thought his name was Theodore. <laughs> I
3: remember. Right,
5: I remember many moons ago getting a panini sticker. Newcastle player Nicky Papavissalou, and the fucking name on the car was ridiculous.
2: Papavissalou. Smaller. Smaller. They had as well, didn't
5: they? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking
2: brilliant. kicked fuck out of the holdings. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, oh, it's just it's just raking up oh.
4: memories. There. Oh
1: yeah, Spy, yeah, Keatspire. Spy. Georgian, not I Greek. Oh yeah, I don't remember him either. Oh,
4: yeah, I can speak a bit of Greek, but apart from that, that's all that's, that's I, what I like can add. to can that I have have a Speaking of old school, <laughs> old school Newcastle, <laughs> remember
5: Fastino Aspria, the man with no neck? He was incredible. Who? Fastino Aspria.
3: Oh yeah, Tino. I talked about him quite a lot on my holiday Oh yeah, Tino. Yeah. Yeah, Tino. Did you?
5: Yeah. Is this while muling? Just yeah, a bit past the time when someone's elbow deep in
3: you. is, <laughs> is, that really, he? is he's that, is involved that. in
0: porn, isn't he? now <laughs> is he? Yeah, oh, like know, is. <laughs> I'm quite sure he is. Honestly, I'm quite sure he's been a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you've been
5: voicing <laughs> over for him or what? <laughs> no, it's it's badly, just, badly uh, dubbed okay. porn.
0: No, I don't. I don't know. To be honest, yeah, I think it was on um, Who Ate All the I think it's one of those. It is a website by the way It's very oh, good I was actually say. A Bit of uh, football
3: satire Maybe all those inches he
5: lost on his neck You know Maybe they went elsewhere
3: yeah. um, He's, he's getting necked He's He lives up to stereotypes He's not getting really. Neck. Not really
5: Quick buzz an alien Right
3: Okay Results Come on son. Results uh,
1: Positive Say <laughs> so me last I'm not <laughs> interested If it's
3: me I'm not interested Was teach with minus four <laughs> 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 Wasn't
0: even bored
3: uh, In joint third place uh, Minus two each Was Mr Dave as a party Come on And Mr F.M. Dupe. GG
4: We are the youngsters of the group So that's understandable yeah, take it. it all take came it.
3: down to the final question So in you fucking rush me on place With one point Is Mr. Nerdphonic GG? How the fuck
0: did I end up with one point then? How I won that? Uh,
4: It's because you uh, weren't allowed to answer it in first
3: place with three points. Positive three. Is Mr. Friday Night FM? Well done, Joe.
1: GG. Courtesy of Google.
2: (laughs)
4: He's
5: not
2: happy. Courtesy of Google, and I've been sitting with my hands like this on my face. Your
5: nuts we have to happen. end up doing this quiz with everyone with their hands in the air like this. Just, just, just so that we, you know, I mean, we've got great levels of trust here. You know. <laughs> we'll be like, hang on. Fucking jazz hands. <laughs> Alexa, what
2: was the... <laughs> I'm sorry. Tell me more about your Panini sticker book.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Kurt Dizzle. Very much enjoyed that. It was good fun. Lovely lovely trip down memory lane. Always like those. I don't uh, <laughs> you don't. Well, it's because <laughs> you weren't born, Dave. I can't hey. help that. But there you go. That brings us to the end of episode 80. Uh, you can find the links for each of us, the Five Star Pod Twitter account, FM Discord server, uh, and all of that in this the uh, podcast description, uh, along with the... Uh, the link to the weestreamfm.com website. Uh, the Five Star Potential podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and most popular podcast apps and platforms, with a new podcast released every Monday at 8am. This has been Five Star Potential, and we'll see you all next week. Say goodbye, gents. Goodbye, goodbye gents. gents.
4: Goodbye. Got
3: I've had four gin and tonics. I don't give a fuck.